Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson and I'm delighted to have you along to episode number 84 uh, because we've got three great guests. It's, it's the Pod Bible Podcast. That's what we do here. Uh, every couple of weeks we talk to podcasters. In fact, if you're brand new to the pod, I should tell you that the tagline always was traditionally that this is the podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. Last episode episode 83 we had dj semtex talking about hip-hop raise me and then we had recommendations from leah may from two queens in a pod and lou sanders from cuddle club so uh yeah go back and listen to that but not until you've listened to this because we have big news i'm sure you've noticed it's huge news probably headline news in the world of podcasting maybe just in the world of news there is a brand new pod bible magazine out now issue 15 came out on sunday the 6th which is yesterday if you're listening to this on the monday um, and we have massive cover stars hugely popular comedians ed gamble and james a caster from the multi-time downloaded that, that actually doesn't sound that impressive does it? it sounds like it's been downloaded about five or six times they've had 50 million downloads which is a shed load of downloads, let's be honest. Um, nearly as many as the Pod Bible podcast. So congratulations to those two. But they are now on the cover of Pod Bible magazine and we're delighted to have them. It's pretty crazy, really, that it's taken us this long. They were on the Pod Bible podcast uh, quite a while back now. Um, so have a little search for that in our back catalogue if you want to hear that chat. It was one that was recorded in person before the pandemic. Uh, when we used to go to the ACAST offices to record our episodes. Um, but they're now in Pod Bible magazine. We've got an excellent interview with them. Uh, James and Ed are very funny, as you'd imagine, in that interview. Um, and we've also got loads of other stuff going on in that magazine. It's a jam-packed edition. Uh, we've got an interview with Joe Wicks, the body coach, who, of course, has his own podcast, which has just returned for issue, sorry, series two. Uh, he doesn't have his own magazine yet, although I imagine that will probably be on the cards. Um, we also have a feature on Akala, who is a wonderful person who guests on many podcasts. So we picked out five of our favorites. Uh, Andy Osho, the actress and comedian, uh, a.k.a. Gail Vella from uh, the recent series of Line of Duty. She picks her top five pods. Um, we've got the guys from Bottoming podcast uh, talking about some of their favorite LGBTQ plus podcasts, because it is, of course, Pride Month, uh, which we're going to get to and discuss more shortly with our first guest. Uh, we also have a section on podcasts about mental illness. So we've got loads of stuff covered, loads of recommendations and uh, loads of reviews as well. Pod Bible Magazine, go to podbiblemag.com if you want to read it. Anyway, let's talk about what we're actually here to do, right? It's the Pod Bible Podcast. We talk to podcasters. So let's move straight on to that. Our first guest today on episode 84 of the Pod Bible Podcast is... Hannah Walker-Brown, who is the creative director of Broccoli Productions. Now, obviously, we usually have um, hosts uh, of podcasts, but uh, as you will find out, Anthems, which is the podcast that Hannah is here to talk about, is a slightly different kind of show. Um, and so we thought we'd get Hannah in to have a chat about it. So here we go. Let's hear from Hannah from Broccoli Productions talking about Anthems. Okay, I'm joined today by Hannah Walker-Brown, who is Creative Director at Broccoli Productions. Hello, Hannah. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. How are you? Good. Living that Zoom life, as always. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we had a couple of technical difficulties before this, mostly my fault. But yeah, we were saying we're pretty much over this, aren't we? It would have been nice to have done this face to face and uh, actually get out into into town and go and, you know, have lunch afterwards and all that stuff and, you know, enjoy London life again. But no, we're still stuck at home. But yeah, we can can get on to all of that and how that's been affecting uh, your production process and things like that. But we're here primarily to talk about anthems, which, I mean, by the time this goes out, the, the the new sort of collection will will slowly be being released could you tell our listeners about it if, if people don't know what it is what is anthems yeah sure um i love that you called it a collection because that's what i call it so thanks for oh, cool. saying that <laughs> um so anthems we're releasing anthems pride which is the newest collection anthems is i guess a series of 30 very short podcasts written and voiced by in this instance exclusively lgbtqia plus contributors mm-hmm. um and they are single voiced manifestos poems stories occasionally spoken word that kind of celebrate and contemplate what it means to be human so we started with anthems women which launched last year in women's history month um all women contributors we do pride we do anthems black in uk black history month and last year we did anthems home as an additional series which was episodes written and voiced by people all over the world in lockdown just as a kind of way to i guess not commemorate lockdown because i'm not sure Mm. we want to commemorate it but a kind of oral history so that the kind of human voice of of everything that was happening in the pandemic we could kind of hold and keep and and remember and you know give people a bit of work when they were struggling yeah so great pride i think pride i don't know it feels like anthems is my child so i shouldn't say this but i do (laughs) think pride is the greatest series like they're all exceptional but there's just something about the kind of party and protest of pride that really chimes with anthems that's kind of Mm -hmm. why it was created as both those like dual parts so yeah I'm excited for this series brilliant and what is the the release schedule it's pretty much every day right for the whole month it's every day yeah that's the the format we wanted to create something that had a bold format that no one else was doing so like why not release a show every single day across a month which you know in hindsight is it's mad and it's a lot of work but I think people really get into a rhythm with them it's like you know if you reach for your phone first thing in the morning and you do a meditation or I don't know you want a doom scroll or you want to read the news like you can reach for anthems instead and I think especially during kind of peak pandemic it did bring people a lot of comfort so yeah this series starts on June 1st or it will have started by the time you know this comes out but um yeah you'll get one a day for the whole of June. And they're not hugely long, are they? They're sort of bite-sized, sort of like 10, 10 minutes-ish? No, 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 yeah, bite-sized, exactly. Between three and sort of nine minutes, most of them. Most of them hit sort of six, seven. So, yeah, just a nice way to start the day, you know, hearing from someone else, you know, maybe finding comfort or a bit of joy or a bit of rage. Rage is always good to kind of kickstart your day. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they're short, short but sweet. Cool. I mean, you mentioned they're coming out every single day. That is a lot of work that you have created for yourself, I imagine. How far yeah, in advance <laughs> How far in advance are you thinking about this? I mean, I'm guessing that as soon as the last Pride finished, you were like, right, now I want to get in touch with these people and see if we can start setting it up. It's a lot of work. How does yeah, it work Yeah, I mean, out? that would make sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no. I guess, no, it doesn't work like that because we've got kind of so many other shows going yeah. on. We're two months ahead, so... We start sort of reaching out and researching 
which contributors we'd like to approach a couple of months before. Like we've got a really exceptional team at Broccoli. We're a small team, but mm. on anthems this year, um, I've got both of our producers, Jaja Mohammed and B Duncan, and a production assistant, Rory Boyle. So it, last year it was just B and I making sort of everything, um, but this year we've got a bit more kind of power behind it. But it's a couple of months run up, and things happen very quickly. You know we have to contract 30 people we have to chase 30 people for scripts and then audio and obviously everything is still remote we're not meeting people in person so yeah it's a graft it's a big old graft but I think it's worth it and I think now you know we know what we're doing I mean amongst that we also make all the assets ourselves so all the social media um I still sound design every single episode although this time I've brought on a couple of other sound designers because again 30 episodes is madness but we we get there somehow just don't question it just keep moving (laughs) forwards (laughs) perfect well I mean as you can imagine mostly on on this podcast we're talking to hosts or people who uh, are heading up the episodes themselves and you know a lot of the time it's interview podcasts or whatever Um, obviously you've touched upon a couple of the the things that you do for anthems but could you because I know there'll be some people who are listening who might wonder what a what a producer does or um, or a creative director and I know the roles can Mm. vary from project to project and company to company sure but what would you say is your sort of overarching uh, role when it comes to anthems is it sort of overseeing and making sure everything's getting done and that kind of stuff we wear so many hats especially as Mm. kind of broccoli is essentially a startup like that's how we run as a startup everyone kind of does a bit of everything and I guess, you know, Anthems was my idea. I brought it to the company. They all said, yes, let's do it. And we'll figure out how <laughs> later. <Yeah. laughs> um, so this one for Pride, I have sort of been the overseer. We all have an input in who we approach, who we ask to be in the series. And then this time I've sort of left it up to the production team. Because I also think, you know, when you create a series, there's no point you being the only one that can do it. I think the best mm. shows are the ones that you can pass on and develop as you kind of work on other things. So my sort of ambition for Anthems was it would be this, I guess, this package that I could pass on to the next producer. You know, I hope that the producers on it now will be the exec producers on it next year and it will roll like that. Because I just yeah. think, you know, if I'm the only one that could do it, well, I don't know. Like, what if anything could happen to me? Like, the show's got to go on. Of but course. um I think there's something quite democratic about that as well. Um, I'm not precious about it just, you know, being my thing. So, yeah, this time I've sort of stepped back slightly, but been there to kind of, you know, review scripts or kind of support the team. But I've let them roll with it this year. And then it's quite nice for me because then I get the pieces and I just get to hear them and sound design around them. And like the first time I hear them is when I'm making the music under them. So yeah, that I... I like more doing it that way. Have you had anybody getting in touch with you and saying that they would like to appear? Yeah, we do. We get that quite a lot. I think the series did really well last year. Um, Mm. We had a huge amount of downloads and I guess there's nothing else like it. So it managed to penetrate a lot of the kind of mainstream media, a lot of magazines. It was sort of omnipresent, I think. And we do get people reaching out to us. Um, Sometimes it's a good fit. Sometimes it's not. I think... The thing about anthems is, you know, yes, we do include kind of high profile names who have a lot of visibility, big platforms. But at the same time, you know, they sit side by side with like 
students or youth mm. workers or junior doctors who don't have the kind of, I guess, online gravitas that a lot of the celebrity influencer world does. So finally, I just want to touch on the fact that we've been living through this pandemic and um i just <laughs> you know a lot of, obviously a lot that you've been doing with anthems has probably kind of worked nicely to be able to sort of just reach out to people and then have submissions coming in do you think when things open up again and you're and you're creating the next series whatever that may be of anthems you'll want to do it in a studio you want to start sort of scheduling in people to come in and you know the logistical side of that what, what are you thinking mm. I mean the selfish part of me that absolutely buzzes on being in a studio is like yes we'll do everything in a studio I want to I want to see people in real life and meet them you know we've had like 160 contributors and we've yeah. never met a lot of them in real life and I don't know there's just something I love about being in a room with someone and and especially if someone's you know being quite vulnerable or or offering mm. something from the heart and you know you want to be able to support them through that not just be like oh here's the zoom link send it in and then they're kind of just left (laughs) sitting in you know saying this stuff out loud which you know I think you underestimate how difficult that can be sometimes I'd like to meet everyone I'd like to meet the kind of community that we've built through anthems and kind of get Mm. everyone in a room as well so I don't know we'll see but it works either way final thing and I'm probably putting you on the spot slightly here so no worries if you need to have a bit of thinking time but okay Anthem's Pride, are there any mm. particular episodes that you think people are going to absolutely love to hear, like ones that surprised you, big names you'd like to tease people with, or do you just want... <laughs> do you yeah. know what? Usually we don't tell anyone because that's the like the surprise <laughs> in the yeah, morning. Sense. However, what I will say is this year we've included an ally within the collection, and that's mm-hmm. Judy Shepherd, who's the mother of Matthew Shepherd, who was brutally well I murdered essentially but beaten in Wyoming um it's one of the highest profile hate crimes mm. um within the LGBT community and he later died it's he's her son so she's a huge advocate for LGBTQIA plus rights and her piece is on allyship and I think that's a word that you know people are a bit scared of or they don't quite understand or they don't know how to do it and I think her piece is really good at interrogating what that word is and what that word isn't and and just kind of laying it out in a way that you know isn't performative that lets you know it's hard but also it can be something really beautiful and and I you know hearing someone talk about the death of their son like that is you know obviously harrowing but actually what she's been able to do because of that is pretty astounding so that's one to look out for I think I think that's one that you know you'll really learn something from and yeah just the kind of the courage of of her is is really inspiring so that's all I'm going to give you nice that was a good tease I'm interested oh yeah really (laughs) intrigued to want to listen to that one well thank you Hannah well listeners to the pod bible podcast if you look at your phone now or whatever you're listening to podcasts on you type up anthems then mm-hmm. yeah i think there will be a few that have already come out and you've got the rest of the month to enjoy and then you've got all the other episodes of all the other collections so yeah yeah you've got like hundreds of these things <laughs> which might <laughs> seem intimidating just... if they were three hours long like some podcasts yeah but no yeah yeah little they're short like you could listen to one every day for the rest of the year well thanks for coming <laughs> on hannah no pleasure thanks for having me and uh, best of luck with everything in the future thanks and you
Thank you so much to Hannah for coming on. And Hannah will be back in a uh, few episodes time to talk about the podcast that she loves to listen to. If you're interested in anthems, which you rightly will be, um, then check it out because where are we? It's the seventh now. Uh, so they've had seven episodes out and they're going for the whole month. So there's a few to dip into. Easily digestible and fantastically produced. Um, highly recommend that. Go and have a look. All right. If you want some more recommendations, you're in the right place. It is time for our first one of the week from Lou Mensa, who is the host of Shade. Right, it's time for a podcast recommendation and I am joined by a returning guest. It is Lou Mensa from Shade. Hello again. Hey, Adam. Hi, how are you doing? Very good. Thank you. Uh, excited to hear what you might like to recommend for us. Last time you went for uh, quite a, I don't want to say small, but a, a very independent podcast. Mm -hmm. Are you going down the same route today or is it going to be something a bit more well known? Who knows? What right. is it? Right, right. Well, it's something completely different. <laughs> it's the complete opposite of independent podcasting. And actually, it's like, you know, it's a mainstream choice of podcast that most people will be aware of. And it's the Guardian in Focus podcast, right, which is a news podcast. Now, if that sounds like kind of like a boring choice i just want to maybe tell you why i think it's kind of a, a unique show in its own way even though like okay. it's a, a major show with major numbers um and it's on daily um but yeah shall i launch in to tell you why i love it so much yeah i i just thinking about how different this is from the one that we spoke about previously which was a lato thought mm. if people didn't listen to that we we talked a little bit about how that one just comes out sort of might be a month, might be a couple of months, just whenever it's ready. Yeah. And now we're getting to a podcast that literally comes out every single day. But yeah, tell us why, why, why yeah. have you picked it? Well, do you know what, right? We all live really busy lives. I don't know about you or anyone listening. I don't have time to check out what's happening outside my four walls when we're living in such a crazy time. It's a pandemic. We're homeschooling, like life is crazy. And I can't really connect with the news. And, you know, on Instagram, there's that Instagram page that started up a while ago called Simple Politics. And like, and they just write a few lines and just give you the information. And there you're done. You don't have to find out about anything. And I think mm. The Guardian in focus kind of does that for the news. And so, you know, I wake up in the morning, I get breakfast ready. I don't listen to any radio shows. I just put that on for my news kind of content. And it will break down what's going on very simply, quickly and easily. And I really enjoy it for that reason. And it's it's hosted by Anushka um, Asana. And I think that she won a podcast. I think they won gold podcast uh, from the podcast awards. Did yeah, yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Pretty, well, they've definitely got one of the podcast awards sort of wreaths on their artwork. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think they did. Yeah, but the reason why I love it is the way that um, it kind of covers everyday news, but the element of creativity that they bring into that makes it really like exciting and engaging for me. So it's like the sound design and the composition is done by Axel Cacoutier, who also has just has also become a friend of Shade's um, 
um, over time. And, you know, when I started out podcasting, Axel was a great supporter of the show and he would help me, you know, find producers or things that maybe I needed to, when I needed help for the show. And and what I learned from listening to the show that he produces, uh, the music and the sound that he produces for Guardian in Focus, is that how you can create sound narratives throughout a podcast mm. that really take the listener on an audio journey that's not just talking and he does that so brilliantly and and listening to how they do that on their on that show has really made me kind of up my game on shade so um I just really enjoy that and and another thing that I think is really important about this show is that unlike many other news outlets there's constant coverage from diverse communities um, and cultures so they will cover um, you know the daily news but they will also make sure that they include coverage of the Windrush scandal for example um, to the Mangrove 9 case and it's the kind of content that when you kind of listen to it just makes what you're hearing that sometimes can be quite difficult you know news news stuff quite difficult to take mm-hmm. on board sometimes but again they make it really accessible and um, because of the like the sound and the way that it's mixed and I think that's really important. Um, yeah. And one of my favourite episodes was when Benjamin Zephaniah, which, who is a poet, was on there with George the Poet, so who we know had like a really successful podcast. And Anushka was interviewing both of them and they were talking about their work and their poetry, um, about what it's, and their experiences of, of being from very different generations, but they're both black British poets. And they were on to discuss their work and their influences and their mutual sort of recognition and respect for each other's work. And so as a creative, listen, listening to hearing their stories and that, that, you know, basically a new show brings in creatives in that way. I think that's really unique and special. And, and, and that's really one of the main reasons why I love it so much. Brilliant. I, it's great that you mentioned that particular episode, because I actually wrote about that in Pod Bible magazine a couple of issues ago, just because I'd heard that episode. And yeah, it really did stand out. I loved, I loved the fact that they they just had so much in common, and so many of the things that they'd faced were so similar. But then also, a lot of their background was just so different. And obviously, the age gap, as you say, basically two different generations. And uh, you know, obviously, everything that George the poet has done recently has been fantastic. And uh, Benjamin Zephaniah, I've been really. We we did a little feature on his podcast appearances, and he's been on such a wide range of different types of show. Yeah, he's been on kids podcast that where he's just gone and gone and done a little bit of fun poetry yeah, yeah. and then all the way through to appearing obviously on the guardian in focus and uh, and talking about things a bit more sort of adult or serious so this is interesting so is it literally if you so you get up you have your breakfast and you listen yeah so how many do you how up to date will you be will they tell you about like the top five news stories or do they just pick out one or two and go deep or how, how does it work yeah they kind of they mostly pick out one and go deep so yeah so yeah they cover the kind of the big stories really I'm going to have to go and listen to that because, yeah, again, I've read lots of Twitter threads trying to explain all that. And, you know, it kind of makes sense. But I think a nice podcast uh, explaining it would be much better. Well, I'm really chuffed that you've recommended that one because, again, it's it's one that we've that's come up a few times when we've been writing in the magazine. But nobody's mentioned it on the podcast yet. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, hopefully yeah, some people go and check it out. Thank you very much, Lou. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Adam.
Thank you to Lou for that recommendation. Right, let's wrap things up with the final recommendation and it is another brand new guest. We have one half of the MMA fan podcast. Uh, the other half is uh, Stu Whiffin, who is, of course, one of the other founders of Pod Bible, alongside myself and Scroobius Pip. Um, we didn't get Stu on to chat about uh, his, his podcast, the MMA fan podcast, uh, because we thought, you know, we've had enough of Stu. We'd rather hear from his co-host. And who wouldn't when it is Blake Harrison, uh, the wonderful actor. Uh, and we're going to hear from Blake now. He is recommending one of his favourite shows for you. Okay, it's time for a podcast recommendation. And I'm joined by Blake Harrison from the MMA Fan Podcast. How are you today, Blake? I'm very good, mate. How are you? Good. Very good. Thank you. Um, excited to hear what kind of podcasts you listen to. Um, I mean, I should say actually right off the bat that we know for a fact that you listen to a quite a few MMA podcasts because you actually did an article for yes. our website, podbiblemag.com, your top five MMA podcasts. So people can go and check that out. Are you going to recommend an MMA podcast now or are you going completely out of the box uh, i was probably gonna go out of the box if i'm okay. honest you know I've, I've done enough recommending my competition you yeah know? i mean they're, they're very good podcasts but no <laughs> let's move on let's, yeah. let's try something else makes sense my recommendation is going to be a podcast called your floating bed i'm gonna have to throw in there that the the host of that podcast if you want to say host is my wife <laughs> so uh you know there's a slight bit of bias going on it, it's nepotism it's great it's nice you're supporting your wife oh yeah but you also said the host of that podcast if you want to say host well that's the thing because it's not like a regular podcast so okay. basically what your float what your floating bed is yeah it's guided meditations and uh, uh sleep journeys okay uh predominantly for kids kind of between the age of like five and 13 14 something like that it's used as just like a way to calm the kids down, help them get to sleep at night. And, um, you know, it's full of great things, like uh, different uh, techniques for like breathing, calming you down. And then there's multiple different journeys that you can go on as well. So you can go to a rainforest, you can go to outer space, under the sea. So there's superhero ones, there's um, dinosaurs, Stone Age, like there's so many different ones. And, and because I'm, uh, uh, my wife will tell me different, uh, a lot of these recommendations have come from people that have listened to it, children that have listened to it and enjoyed it. And uh, one of them in particular, I'm very interested in hearing once it gets made. Uh, one kid uh, asked for a uh, a journey to the land of soup. No idea what that means. Wow. So... <laughs> Good luck, Kerry, with uh, with your journey to the land of soup. Journey to the land um, of soup. Wow, I know. I have I like no that. idea what that's about. Yeah, I but that'll be to coming that. up at some point. Absolutely, yeah. A bit of minestrone, <laughs> some oxtail. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, these these podcasts have been great though because my wife created them uh, when my do my daughter, uh, you know, she she's she has struggled to sleep a little bit, particularly yeah. during the pandemic. You know, it's been a year now, and there's been a lot of upheaval not seeing family members and stuff like that and uh my wife would just sit with her and basically kind of do some breathing exercises with her because my wife listens to a lot of uh, and does a lot of different kind of meditations and yoga and all these kind of different mindfulness things yeah. and uh she'll be able to obviously give a much better explanation of this than me i'm just saying meditation and mindfulness things yeah I, you know yeah. like those mindfulness we things you, you know what i'm talking about right <laughs> you know it but she'll have to she'll be able to go into a bit more you know specifics about that stuff yeah and so my, my daughter was was struggling to sleep my wife would kind of sit with her and and take her on these sleep journeys where she would imagine her bed floating off to a different location mm. and um 
uh, it really worked. My daughter would, would fall asleep and, and she'd get a great night's sleep and it was working. And then my wife found out that some of the other kids at school were, were, were struggling in a similar way. And she decided to create some of these journeys and put them out as a podcast just to see. But the response has been really amazing. Not only have people at the school used it, but then um, charities like Kidscape ended up getting in touch and uh, using her work as a resource. Other schools have got in touch and used her work as a resource. We've had wow. what is people from New Zealand get in touch. It's like, I, I'm there on my MMA podcast, reaching out to fighters from New Zealand, being like, hey, get, do, you, do you want to come on the podcast? And I might get like ghosted or something. Whereas my wife's putting out sleep journeys and she's getting people from New Zealand getting in touch with her, going, <laughs> we love this. This is great. Can yeah. we use it as a resource in our school or whatever? So yeah, so she's she's been doing brilliantly with it and I'm really proud of her. She's done a, a fantastic job and she's genuinely helping a lot of people. You know, there are people out there that have struggled and it's not just the children, but the, the parents are, are, are struggling. I mean, if, if you've got, I don't know if you've got I kids, do. but I've, I've got, got a five-year-old daughter. Two young so kids. I know well, all about I mean, it's this. Perfect. Yeah. And you know what it's like when there's nights where they keep coming downstairs or they can't get to sleep mm. or anything like that. And I think these journeys just give them a focus and they're all about 20 minutes long and um you know again those breathing techniques just kind of centers you a little bit and then it takes you on this lovely little journey and uh, you know my son is four now and he knows what's coming when we put them on right to begin with i don't know if my wife will be happy with me saying this (laughs) He responds quite negatively to it <laughs> because he knows it works. Right. So he's four years old and he's trying to play up. Yeah. And he's going as we put on, put it on, and it starts with the same kind of music or whatever. And then he's like, "Don't put that on. I hate that. Don't put that on." He'd rather put, <laughs> we on put your it podcast. on. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, and then uh, within five minutes, he's asleep, and that's why he doesn't right. like it because he knows it's effective <laughs> it and it works. Um, whereas my daughter is like, "Can I listen to a sleep journey, please?" Because she's, you know, I think she takes after my wife quite a lot in terms of she's quite self-aware mm. and quite, um, you know, aware of her emotions and the mindfulness and all that stuff. And um, so she'll put it on, knowing, "Oh, I feel, I, don't, I feel a little bit twitchy, or I, I, I can't, I can't turn my mind off, Daddy. Can I listen to a sleep journey?" And it works and it, 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 it's great. Amazing. Okay, cool. So, I mean, could you listen to one and, and, and fall to sleep? Could it work for adults too? Abs- well, do you know what? Funnily enough, my wife's had a couple of messages from, from friends of hers that have said, look, I, I stuck it on for me because I think one of her friends, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, <laughs> I think one of her friends had a bit of a panic attack mm. and, and was suffering a bit recently. And she said she put on the sleep journey and she said it really helped her so it can definitely work for adults i mean it's it is geared towards that kind of primary school and just over into the early teens kind of market but 100 percent, if you're an adult and and you can listen to that and it can definitely put you at ease and, and calm you down and hopefully you know settle your mind if you're going off to sleep and stuff and the other funny thing is she had an instagram message from someone that said they've played it for their dog and it works <laughs> on their dog <laughs> <laughs> it's mental just playing it to their dog wow okay um so yeah so she's a hit with children adults pets whatever you want perfect well i think deep down everybody is fascinated about you know the, the journey it takes to get to the world of soup so when that episode comes out yeah. i'll definitely be uh, be having a listen but i think i'll make sure i'm not driving i think this doesn't sound like a driving podcast yeah. right this sounds like a putting it's not it's not a driving <laughs> podcast it's a you know if you need to calm yourself down yeah. find a find a nice quiet space and listen to this or if you're about to go to bed 
pop it in your ear holes rather than looking at blue lights all the time and stuff yeah. and uh, and it'll help you out brilliant all right perfect thanks for that blake pretty different to a lot of the podcasts we get recommended but i'm a big fan of that because yeah. we like variety and uh, i think there'll be a lot of parents listening who will be like wow i need to get on this immediately so you're floating well, that's bed. it it's very yeah yeah you're floating bed it's very different to mine as well i'm talking about people <laughs> effectively punching each other and and she's trying to do a nice thing for children and help them get sleep and settle themselves during a turbulent pandemic so uh, yeah yeah so i'm hoping that some of her good karma comes my way <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much for the recommendation, Blake. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Blake, for the recommendation. And uh, yeah, Blake will be back in a few weeks' time talking about MMA fan podcasts so you can hear more about that show. All right, we are done for today's episode. A quick reminder again that issue 15 is out now. If you want to read the magazine, you can go to podbiblemag.com. Uh, if you missed it in the Sunday Times yesterday, but you would still like a physical copy, you can order one from our website and we will stick it in the post for you. We just cover the cost of, uh, we just need you to cover the cost of postage and packaging and we'll we'll stick one out uh, through your letterbox we'll get the postman to do it don't worry we won't turn up ourselves um and uh there's all sorts of other great stuff on podbiblemag.com as well fran our digital editor has been smashing it when it comes to extra interviews and articles and reviews uh, we've just done a massive lineup of all the new podcasts that are coming out that are worth listening to in june so yeah head over to podbiblemag.com Thank you to our guests this week. Thank you to Hannah, to Lou and to Blake. Uh, thank you to you for listening. Thank you to Acast for uh, allowing us to be part of their bloody lovely Acast network. And thank you, of course, to Buddy Peace, uh, as usual, for all his help. And we will see you in a couple of weeks for the next episode of the Pod Bible podcast. Bye. Bye.